0: Welcome to the Nourished and Nurturing Podcast, We're two holistic-minded moms with a passion for real food and raising healthy, empowered children. We want to provide a safe and educational, judgment-free zone for supporting women as they journey into motherhood and discover the mom they were meant to be. I'm Marissa of Confidently Balanced. I'm a former speech-language pathologist turned nutritional therapy practitioner and have a passion for all things health, wellness, and mindset. I'm also a mama to a little guy with a big personality. And I'm Michelle. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner student. I have a degree in Thai massage and a master's in business analytics. I'm a mama to a little one and have another one on the way. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or qualified health provider with any questions you have regarding a medical concern. Hello, hello. Hi! What's going on? Oh well, I mean quarantine life, you know hashtag social distancing. But
1: yeah, I read. Mean, yeah. really there's
0: nothing else for me to talk about. You know,
1: <laughs> it's just crazy. <laughs> so so, how's the inside of your house? <laughs> Great, you
0: know these walls. You know it's funny that I being stay at home and only one vehicle, I feel like I'm here all the time, anyways. But for some reason. Okay. This just feels so different. I think because I can't go anywhere. I don't know. Okay. It's very,
1: strange. no, I kind of feel the same way. Cause I can like barely even go downstairs, like let yeah. alone leave the house. Um, but it does feel like, I don't know. I guess people can't come here. And like, yeah. it definitely feels like I feel the distance, even though I don't think I would have left my house anyway.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, so what are your updates? probably nothing right yeah
1: yeah things have been pretty slow over here (laughs) um I have almost a four-day-old baby yay yeah so yeah I wasn't sure I'd want to record this soon but it kind of feels like I don't know it'll be cathartic to yeah (laughs) to talk it through yeah um but yeah she's she's the sweetest most perfect little girl and we're super happy here and it is actually kind of nice um like Scott's been amazing and just having this time with our family and having Connor here and like just bonding it is different because before when Connor was born there were a lot of people in and out of the house and um so it's not what I expected but it's kind of there's positives to this too yeah yeah,
0: well, that's a good way to put it.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, but, um, so we're going to talk about birth story.
0: Yeah, and I cannot wait to hear it.
1: <laughs> I tried to ask, um, if you're like, no spoilers. So this is all new
0: to me, too. Well, I know, I
1: just kind of, I, I have talked through it with both my midwife and my doula. Um, just, I don't know, like kind of rehashing and figuring some things out, like asking questions, but it's like yeah I kind of just wanted to like tell the whole thing if I was gonna tell it. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, <that's> perfect <laughs> um all right, well, okay, so I think i I think you would have seen this on Instagram. I was kind of like, uh as I was getting later and later, uh I think five or six days after my due date, I was getting a little antsy like <laughs> <laughs> uh especially again with all the virus stuff, like it was still just unfolding. As this was happening, and a lot of the things I kind of ignored, like, oh, I'm not leaving the house anyway. I'm working from home because, you know, because of the baby and all that. But um, as that was unfolding, like, I wanted to make sure I was going to get my home birth more and more. Like, yeah. uh, And I know a lot of people are feeling that now, like, not wanting to go into hospitals. And uh, I definitely feel for pregnant women who have that as their their main choice and don't really want to do that anymore but uh so I was definitely in this place of like okay I know if there's any issues uh with the pregnancy going late that you know if there's any risk factors they won't do the home birth like (laughs) right um it is especially my midwife she's very like better safe than sorry let's be in the hospital just in case so um So yeah, I was like kind of getting antsy as I was getting past my due date. And then it's also like, because my insurance doesn't cover home birth at all, um, there'd be these extra expenses to get tests and things like as you go past your due date, like the non-stress tests and the ultrasounds. And um, again, I think most women who are giving birth in a hospital are meeting their deductibles and it's not as big of a deal. Right, right. I'm not. So I'm like, well, I don't really want to incur all these extra expenses in addition to paying for my whole birth out of pocket. But so anyway, just all that to say I was kind of wanting it to move along. So um Monday that was six days after my due date, I was like, okay, I'm gonna kind of do all the things again, go to acupuncture. Um, I had I got a haircut, which is not related, but <laughs> like, You'll probably just kinda like it. doing <laughs> these things. And then also I was kind of dumping some things off my to-do list just because I wanted to mentally be like, all right, my baby's coming. I'm not going to get to this. Mm-hmm. Um, so like doing some of that, at, I worked a half a day on Monday and I was very clear to kind of pass everything off because I just wanted to like Oh, and also Tuesday was St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> oh, My yeah, family's thing. Irish. <laughs> and I was like, I really want a St. Patrick's Day, baby. Like, that would be cool, too. So I was, like, really set on, on Monday. Like, this is going to be tomorrow. Um, and then I also had my personal trainer come by. So obviously the gyms and things have been closed. But I asked if she was doing home visits. And she was. And so she came over. And I, I just wanted, like... 30 minutes of hip opening and stretching. Mm. And she ended up like actually working me out for an hour. like, it was a lot of hip work and like moving, moving in different directions. Like, but it was, it was difficult. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I was like losing my balance a little bit, but I think it was good. Like that was kind of what I wanted. But I I started getting contractions probably an hour after she left on Monday night. Um oh, Wow. So I'm like, okay, this things are happening. But it was like super light at that point. I wasn't totally sure. Um, but I kind of I kind of felt like it was coming. And then um as the night went on, it became a little more consistent. Um, just I, I was kind of up in the middle of the night, but it wasn't like terribly painful, like they were pretty light and i could just kind of like get daydreamy sleep in between them mm. if that makes sense like yeah. i was just like laying down all night uh i i know when i shared with connor's birth i was like up with every contraction it was like intense i felt it in my back like and this was kind of just like oh i definitely can't sleep through this but i was able to like if they were like every 10 minutes i was like kind of drifting off between them so so I was up all night but it was it was kind of restful which I think is good and I still wasn't like totally convinced I was in labor which it was kind of crazy because I'm like I'm I'm definitely like I woke up I'm like I'm definitely having the baby right I'm having these contractions like it's (laughs) it's labor right (laughs) um yeah but um so we just kind of we got up, I woke got up at about six thirty and we and Connor had been at my mom's house already Monday night. So he wasn't there. And so we just got up. We went downstairs to get breakfast. Like I do a liquid shake kind of thing in the morning. So I had to supervise because he would have done it wrong. <laughs> um, but as I went down there, like and I was moving it it intensified quite a bit. Um, so then I called my doula and my midwife and, uh, my doula wasn't totally sure, but she was, uh, on Tuesday, she's a chiropractor and she said, yep, I'm open. I only have one person in all day because everybody's canceling with <laughs> the virus stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, And I talked to her like what I was feeling. I was like, well, they're kind of every five minutes, but they're not consistent. Like one of them will be strong and then the next one won't. And so, you know, when they tell you to like go into the hospital, it's like they're supposed to be like regular and like strong and, uh, and they totally weren't. So, um, but then I told my midwife the same thing and she's like, okay, I'm coming over now like um and I think it was just like the second baby thing where it can I guess they expect it to progress a lot quicker (laughs) um so oh and this is just kind of a crazy aside like (laughs) I had some like labor snacks that I picked out and since I was in labor Monday night i brought these like gummy candies up by my bed kind of like a whole food sour patch kid mm-hmm. and I'm like snacking on a couple at night and then I wake up in the morning I'm like oh, I'll have a little of my candy like and then I lost a crown <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> which oh, is no. like again crazy because I can't get it fixed yeah with everything being closed right now um, but as soon as the dentist opened at 8am, I was calling them. I'm like, is this okay? Like I'm in labor. Is it okay though? If I don't get this fixed right away, am I going to get an infection or like, um, so that was just kind of funny and annoying and something I have to take care of at some point. But <laughs> oh gosh. Um, so anyway, so yeah, my midwife said she's coming right away. Like it's, it's getting more and more intensified. And I decided, like, okay, I'm going to go lay down, have the contractions laying down so I can try to rest until she gets here. Because I know she kind of, like, really wants to work the contractions. And I'm like, I'm just going to lay down while I have the chance. (laughs) (laughs) um, So she got there, and she's not really super into all the, like, cervical checks and all that. But I, like, wanted to get checked because... Again, with Connor's birth, I like really thought I was in labor, and then I was only at three centimeters, and <sighs> so I was like, I want to make sure this is real. Like, I, I like still need to be convinced that like I'm having a baby today, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so she checks, and she's like six or seven centimeters. I'm like, okay, this is awesome. It's only I think she got there a little before nine, and she. I guess I asked her for a guess of like, like how long do you think this will take? And she's Uh like, you won't hold me to it. Right. I'm like, no. And she's like, well, I told Megan, which is her assistant, that it'll be this morning. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. like, (laughs) (laughs) um, so yeah. So my team was Sarah, my midwife, Megan, her assistant, Gia, my doula and I really didn't want anybody else there. And I kind of, um, I had this fear and I was talking to Scott before they got here. And I talked to Gia like once, once Sarah was kind of out of the room and uh, the duo is just nice because she was totally like my emotional support too. like, like I need to talk about what I'm feeling where I felt a little embarrassed doing that with my midwife. Like it was more like, like medical. Right. (laughs) Not that she doesn't care about me, but it, it, it is a different relationship. And, so I just remember talking about being afraid of this labor and I'm like, I'm afraid of pushing. And I don't know why. Cause that was so easy with Connor. Not easy. Like, right. Well, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't ever say. quote me on that. <laughs> but that was the part that, um, like once I got to the pushing, it was so exciting to me that the baby was so close to coming yeah. and it was like full of adrenaline and like, I don't know. And I, I just was saying like, I just like had this fear and I don't, I don't know where that was coming from. And I wanted, I don't know, they couldn't talk me out of it. So, um, so that was kind of there, but so like, kind of was like, Sarah's telling me like, no, this baby's coming this morning. And I, it it was like, I was still not convinced. Mm -hmm. And I think, so all along, uh, I wanted Connor to be at the birth. Like I had this idea going into it that he would be like part of it and I think it's just partially not remembering how intense being in labor is yeah oh my gosh um because it's like he well whatever so it's at like 10 30 in the morning this is another hour and a half of just doing lots of different laboring like labor on my side and somebody's gonna lift up my leg and um like do uh, just lots of different positions because Sarah's Sarah's a Thought was every time you put your body into a different position, it's kind of putting different pressure at a different place on the cervix and helping the opening, and mm. like it it moves your body in a different way. Um, around ten thirty, she said that we should call my mom and have her come over with Connor because it was going to be soon, and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we got in the bath for a little bit just to do some pain relief, but also you can get in different positions for contractions there. And it slowed down my contractions a little bit. So she, they were always just kind of monitoring the perceived intensity and the length between them. And so that kind of spread them out a little bit. And she, it's like, okay, let's go do this other thing. And we are kind of against the headboard on the back of my bed, but like, uh, all of these things, and I also have a a TRX thing in my house that got okay. put up. Like it's kind of just for labor, and we didn't use it with Connor, but with this one, she was like, "Can you get into a squat?" And she'd have me in like a full squat on the ground, oh like gosh. holding onto the TRX bars, and so it's like intense, like doing a lot of work, trying to to get this going. And at some point, I had her check me again. And it was, it was like, okay, you're at 10 centimeters, but there's this little flap. And (laughs) it was like, we just need to push through that. So the flap was, I guess, on the right side. So they, they said, lay on your right side in bed to kind of put pressure on this. And, uh, they kept working me through these contractions. So putting me in all these different positions to like try to move the baby down. Um, And for me, and I don't know exactly like all the times I was talking about this, but I felt completely defeated Mm. and I couldn't explain it, but I kind of told them like, it doesn't seem to be working. Like it wasn't like, none of this was going as fast as she thought it was going. And when I'd get into these positions, like, like kind of doing that full squat where your butt's like all the way at the ground, holding onto something like that. Like I would have thought I would move my, like feel my baby move down a little bit mm-hmm. and I didn't at all. So she was kind of, she kept doing a lot of these positions where it was kind of squatting and I'm just like something inside of me was just like, this doesn't feel right. And but I don't, you know, I don't know how to say that. And then, so this was probably another while later um, after the the first 10 centimeter check, we're like doing all this other stuff. And she's, she actually like had me in the squat thing and uh, Connor was downstairs eating lunch and they're like, bring him up here. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And I'm like, how quick is this going to be? Like. And she said, I think it'll be three more contractions and your baby will be out. And again, like I'm feeling, I'm feeling what's happening during this contraction and the baby's not moving. And she had me reach up and she's like, I bet you can feel the baby's head within half a finger. And so she's having me like reach inside to like encourage me because I'm like, I don't think it's working. And she's like, You'll feel it. And then I put a full finger in there and I'm like, I don't feel any baby's head. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and so she was kind of really surprised by this. And from everything she was observing with my contractions, it was like the baby should be coming out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she checks me again and she said you're still 10 centimeters. You still have the flap, but now the flap is swollen. So she's like, we could get ice. And Oh, also with the first, the first time she did the check and found the flap. Um, it was, it's quite painful to get these checks and, Mm -hmm. um, especially like in the middle of a contraction. So she, she comes out and tells me there's this flap there and she's like, I see this is really uncomfortable. I could try to move the flap and, but I know it's really going to hurt. And I'm like, yeah, I try to move it. Like, so next contraction, she kind of goes in and she's pushing on my cervix trying to move this flap and like, again, crazy intense. And she comes out and she's like, no, I couldn't get it, but we're just going to keep working these contractions. So again, mm-hmm. now this is like an hour and a half, at least later, that the flap still hasn't moved. Now it's swollen. They can potentially get ice. They can, um, it was kind of this thing like, and I'm like, I don't know what that means. It's like, (laughs) what? Um, And then, so uh, in the meantime too, um, I had, they were trying to get me to eat and drink And like I said, I had that breakfast shake in the morning, and then it was mostly just like coconut water that I was consuming. And at some point, they had me, she had me like drink more, drink more, like wanting to keep me hydrated and keep calories. And I threw up a lot. Like, oh no. And this is probably, I forgot to put this in the right place of the story, but this was hours ago that I had been like vomiting like most of my breakfast, like all the liquids I had been drinking. And then it kinda got to this point where I couldn't keep anything down. So I'd have a few sips of coconut water and then they'd want me to drink more. And I'm like, okay, but I'm getting nauseous. Like Yeah. I'd rather hold down what I have. And so I was continually vomiting um quite a bit throughout this like whenever they pushed me to drink more than I could handle. And So again, with this flap, she's like trying to like, could you eat a banana? Could you eat part of a potato? And, uh, I found this out later, but my doula was kind of arguing with my midwife. Like she, I don't think she can keep down a potato. Like, I, and she's like, we have to try, like her body's kind of like the contraction started slowing down. And Mm -hmm. like, so they're like, I think she needs to be hydrated. And, um, so, yeah, they tried to feed me a potato, and I was starting to gag and throw up immediately. And <laughs> oh my God. Um, So, yeah, I'm dehydrated. The contractions are slowing down, but I'm also at 10 centimeters. Uh, when, they had to, when they were trying to feed me this potato, also I was in the bathtub. And they're doing, like, once you get to this point in labor, I think a lot of people get continuous monitoring, but I was pretty much just getting the doppler put on me between every contraction to check the baby's uh heart rate and all that and the baby's heart rate dropped at that point um so and i just kind of picked up on like the assistant was taking it and telling the midwife the numbers and i'm like oh it was like 130 and now they're saying it's around 1 100 or 110 wow. so they wanted me to get out of the bath and um my midwife kind of said like it's okay, but I want this baby out sooner rather than later. I'm sure you do too. And so at that point, I was kind of just like, I don't know what to tell you. My body's failing. Like, this isn't working. If I could do something different, I would, but uh, it's not working. And then I just asked her, should I be in the hospital? Like, because what I really feel like I need is an epidural and to rest and like, cause my body just wasn't doing what it was supposed to be doing, I guess. And I, I kept saying that I needed rest. And part of that, I'm sure again, was my experience with Connor's birth where um, she did slow the labor down because I had, I had been so sleep deprived. And so that was kind of how I felt like I just felt exhausted and obviously dehydrated. So she, didn't like, you know, she didn't want me to have to go to the hospital and they talked and they decided to put an IV in. Um, so which I think was a great idea. She's like, even if you don't need it, it'll help you with recovery. Like there's electrolytes in there. It'll keep Mm -hmm. you hydrated. If you can't keep anything down. And I'm like, Oh hell yeah. Like I will (laughs) totally take an IV (laughs) rather than you trying to force these fluids down me and me puking. (laughs) um I didn't even know that was an option I didn't know she had one yeah and it was kind of beautiful too because they put the IV in and I got to just lay down they weren't trying to every contraction lift my leg up and lift my abdomen up and Mm. like it was like multiple people moving around different limbs uh every time I had a contraction even when I was laying down so it was like uh I knew that as long as it took for the IV to get in, they were just going to let me lay there. And it was like, okay, this is great. And so the contractions were pretty slow when the IV was put in. Like they weren't that intense and they had slowed down quite a bit, which again is crazy for being 10 centimeters. Yeah. Um, And then just like as this went on, my body naturally was like kicking back into heavy labor. Mm -hmm. And then, so I was on my right side this whole time, which because of the flap they wanted me on that side for it to clear and so yeah it was just like all of a sudden I was back at like every three or four minutes crazy intense like by the end of this bag and I'm like okay my body like needed the fluids needed the rest and it's kicking back in and like this actually feels a lot better and I still really wanted to lay there rather than (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> get up and do labor again even though the contractions were really intense and it was like I probably should want to just get this over with but it was just like really exhausting. Oh, it's exhausting Yeah. and so she was kind of like okay you need to get up like try to try to go pee and so they brought me over to the bathroom or over to the toilet and I peed I had a couple of contractions on the toilet and she's kind of having me like start doing the things again like okay spread your knees far apart and sit forward and so they put like a pillow behind me on the toilet so that I could lay back in between contractions but she kind of wanted me like forward opening my legs during the contractions on the toilet um and then but I did feel like my attitude was different like I didn't feel like this pit of despair if that makes sense uh, it was it's like so hard to describe but I knew something was going on and I didn't know how to communicate it but um so I didn't feel like that but after a couple of contractions I was just like can you just check me again because I want to make sure I don't start pushing for nothing like if the flap is still there and the baby's not gonna move I don't want to bother." Doing the tough labor, I'd rather do the <laughs> resting labor. Yeah. um So then she was like, "Okay, we'll do one more contraction here, and then we'll go back to your bed, and I'll check you." She's like, I, "I'm sure you wish I could check you there, like sitting there, and but it's a lot more accurate if you're laying down." So I'm like, "Okay." Then that next contraction, it was like so pushy and intense, <laughs> and like I. Felt the baby's head moving down, and I'm like, "Oh, never mind. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're good. This is how it's supposed to feel." Um, and so I never got that last check. I was like, "No, we're good. It's it's coming." And so I started kind of pushing, um, but I do remember because I pushed with Connor on the toilet as well, like legs on the squatty potty, like hunkering down. But with this one, I didn't feel a whole lot of movement, like the baby's head moving down, unless I really, really like crunched forward. Mm. So it was like my doula was like squatting in front of me and I was holding her arms and I was just totally crunched forward, like moving, moving her down. Um, So that was a little different because, again, like I said, I didn't have to do that before. They wanted me to move onto to my hands and knees. So they set up like a little padded area in my bathroom and put me there. So this is just pushing. And uh, I got into the hands and knees and just tried to like push out with my muscles. And I'm like, oh, this isn't, it's not doing anything. Like I can't feel the head moving like I was on the toilet. And they had me like put one leg up um so like I'm on hands and knees and then put one foot down like near my hands and Mm -hmm. like kind of do that and I still didn't feel a whole lot and then I did that like crunch thing and then I'm like oh that's what's engaging the baby to move like I had to like fully engage my abs Um, so yeah I'm kind of just like hunkering down but (laughs) this was like the pushing was so hard <laughs> like <laughs> um it was yeah like just really as hard as i could trying to push this baby out and so there was a lot of pushes where it but at least i felt i was making progress like i felt it go down and then i'd relax a little it would go back up and um so it was kind of just a matter of every contraction, like, I think she was getting a little bit closer, a little bit closer. And I could start feeling like, you know, the, where the, the opening to the vaginal canal is stretching and stretching more and more. I'm like, okay, I know there's a head there. Like, (laughs) so that's, that's a good thing. But it was at this point that they realized she was posterior, um, because there were no signs, and that was something that my doula she said she asked my midwife right after the after the delivery, like, oh, you had no clue this baby was posterior until the end, right? There were no signs, and my midwife was like, "No, I had no idea. Wow, <laughs> uh, which is just crazy because they I don't think any of them had ever seen a posterior baby without that crazy back labor labor <laughs> right um. Yeah. that's So very I didn't have any of that. And I kept asking where, where I felt it. And it was like the pelvic floor and the front of the uterus. Wow. So yeah, they had no idea that baby was posterior and I think it did just make the pushing that much harder too. Um, where I, I ended up having her on hands and knees and it just took a lot of, a lot of really heavy pushing and like, Like, literally summoning more than I thought I had. Like, I'd be pushing as hard as I could, and I'm like, can I push a little bit more? And I swear I couldn't have done it if I didn't feel this head coming out because I'm like, she's so close. Like, I'd rather just get it out on this contraction than the next one. And I still didn't get it out, but it, like, got, you know, it would get a little bit extra push out of me every time. And I was just like, it... And then, so Scott got to catch her. (laughs) Aww. And... So he was back there and like, Sarah's like, do you want to, do you want to catch the baby? She's like, once the head was out, like, um, you know, they were pretty sure it was just like one more contraction to get the rest of her out. And he's like, do I need gloves? What do I do? And they're like, this is your child. Like <laughs> Um, and so he got to catch her and so again, he was like, um, so the baby was face down he wasn't expecting but um so he had to flip her over and then check and told me it was a girl oh. and handed her to me and I was like oh my god like yeah I I wanted a girl so bad <laughs> oh, that's what you thought and it was right I did I that was like what my gut was telling me because I like every time I pictured my family it was like she was a girl that's um, so perfect I have chills <laughs> Yeah. And she, yeah, she's perfect. Um, so that was amazing. Uh, and it felt really good to, to get through that. And like, every time I, I say a story like this, I'm just so thankful that I have providers that listened to me and like, um, I don't know. Cause I was really at this point where I'm like, okay, let's talk about my options. Um, I could go to the hospital. I could get an epidural. I could, you know, like I'm really talking about all the things because I'm like, this isn't working. Like we need to, <laughs> we need to figure this out. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad that the thing that like the thing that it ended up needing was just an IV, but, um, and I'm glad they had that. Like, again, I didn't know. I didn't know that they had one here. I didn't know that was a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I I was like proud. It was just kind of a lot to unpack with, again, like what I was feeling and trusting my gut. Like, I think that's just something in general I've been working on in my life. Mm -hmm. Like, more to try to trust these feelings I'm having versus like think them away. Like, I, I tend to, Think about everything super rationally and push aside these gut instincts. Like I told people, I thought she was a boy because that's what all the the data points said. Like, well, I was carrying the same way as I did with Connor, and the heartbeat said boy, and this said boy, and I'm like, so I I think it's more likely it's a boy, but I feel a girl. <laughs> so so I, I tend to trust all these thoughts, and it's like I need to just be more in touch with my intuition and this labor. I think it was just one of those times where it was like my body was telling me something. I did listen. I tried to communicate it, but it was all kind of a challenge. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. And then things, things have been going pretty well postpartum. um, I think I told you we are do we're doing the placenta smoothies. So that yeah. was something my midwife or uh, my doula, she was kind of um, I brought this up to her ahead of time and she was fine with it. Like kind of partitioning it out and um, making, making a smoothie immediately postpartum. And this was something that, I did the pills with Connor and I don't think I liked it because I didn't think the idea of giving yourself these pregnancy hormones for a prolonged period of time mm-hmm. was a great idea. And so I wasn't going to do anything, but then my acupuncturist was really um, pushing to do the placenta because it helps with healing and um like brings back things that you've lost. So this was kind of my compromise is like, I'm going to do a smoothie every day for a week and then I'm done with it because I just don't, I think the idea of like still having it months later is maybe, I don't know. We'll we'll see how it works, but it seems to be going well with my recovery. Breastfeeding uh, breastfeeding's going well which is great. (laughs) It is great. I'm
0: sure that has to be a huge relief for you. Yes.
1: Cause even now at day four, I was saying, to Scott this morning, like I remember crying at every feeding with Connor at this point. And, um, because he has, you know, the tongue ties and everything, each, each feeding session with him took over an hour because he'd just like suck and suck and suck. And he still wasn't getting enough. And, with her, it's just so easy. <laughs> like yeah. It's like she can empty a breast in 10 minutes, go to the other side, like go back to sleep. And so it's going really well. She's already gained her birth weight back. My my midwife came again this morning. So um, she, yeah, she's super healthy and that's, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So the only thing really is um, this abdominal... I think I just strained my body a lot. And I also remember after having Connor, he was less than 48 hours old and we were walking around the neighborhood like Scott mm. was wearing him. I was ready to get out. And now I I can't even really stand up. Um, I think it's just a lot of like from the pushing, but also from the vomiting is what yeah. they really said. Like, uh, cause it's kind of this like, all of a sudden jerk, like contraction of all the muscles. And obviously your, your muscles are not at their most fit when you're nine months pregnant, like right. doing all this. <laughs> so I think it was just like, they're already weak. And so it's, it's kind of frustrating to me right now. Like I, t- today haven't left the bed yet other than probably to pee. Um and I can't really stand like I'm in quite a bit of pain, hmm. but, uh, and last night I had this weird thing where I, like, I got this muscle, like this lower abdominal muscle strain. And then all of a sudden I was like peeing myself and got horrible chills. Like, oh no. um, yeah, it was really bizarre. And I just like, was so freezing and I was freaking out and shaking and Scott had to like put a bunch of blankets on me and heat up heating pads and like and it went away. And like I said, my midwife was here this morning. She's like, Yeah, there's no infection. Your uterus is fine. I think it's just like I don't know. (laughs) Some sort of yeah, it's so that's kind of intense in a different way. But as long as it's all muscular I think I'll probably need, I already needed pelvic floor physical therapy. We've talked about this, but yeah. uh, I think I'll definitely need to do some more recovery stuff this time. Um, wow. But it's only been four days, but um, yeah. So I didn't tear at all. Like the the bleeding's been, I didn't, it, like the bleeding's already lightened up quite a bit. And um, so, yeah, I think it's, I think it's going. it's going (laughs) um it's going and obviously things change rapidly day to day (laughs) yeah
0: you never know what you're getting
1: (laughs) yeah and it it, again just with uh like my family has been less willing to take Connor with all this quarantining stuff going on or like Scott's mom had the sniffles and she didn't want to be anywhere near us, but she took him today for a little bit. Um, Now that she's totally better, it's not the coronavirus, but again, it's like, they're completely quarantined other than us. And so are my parents, but it's still like they, I don't know their moms and they kind of change their mind every day of like yeah <laughs> like okay today I'm comfortable with it wait today I'm not like but I'm still not going to go anywhere near Michelle or the baby and so oh it gosh. definitely feels isolating too like to not be able to I don't know have people over or yeah that's tough um, so but Scott's been amazing like thank thank God because I really can't take care of myself right now and we had a lot of food frozen ahead of time and again something that like I didn't know would be needed as much as it is with the yeah. shelves being bare and so it's like thankful thankful I put that time in ahead and um but we'll we'll run out pretty quick because he's eating my food too and <laughs> right yeah yeah that's um, thing. but yeah we, we have at least another week's worth of stuff to take out and make. Good. so yeah and I'm eating well I'm not like I don't know not craving a ton of sugar which is again good I think I did with Connor but I'm I'm able to like I think maybe I just didn't have those full meals um like having them prepared and like sitting down and eating meat and vegetables rather than snacking all day no that makes sense again it's only been four days so I can't (laughs) I can't speak to anything, but it it does feel like having real meals has helped. Um, So we'll definitely keep in touch as I progress, because I'm not going to say like, oh, yep, I've I've mastered postpartum. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's impossible. No, I'm sure. And I'm just like, I still kind of feel like I'm waiting for this, like, like, I feel like I was hit with a ton of bricks postpartum with Connor because I didn't see it coming. So, I'm just like trying to check in with myself and um I don't know, whatever. Well, <laughs> it it'll it'll be what it is. I'm just trying to stay ahead of it as much as I can. And we kind of talked about this like all the the things I was doing to prepare postpartum. Like I'm definitely going to see the lactation consultant and I have the therapist and I have the massage therapist, like all of that is gone. Yeah. So, that's not that I'm like you know, woe is me, but it's, it is like a difficult time to not be able to have care providers. Mm -hmm. And, and this is like, really, this gets me so like, mom angry. Um, My pediatrician's office will not take my daughter as a patient because I wouldn't go in within two days of her being born. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I'm like, do you, do you know what's going on in the world right now? Like this was, this was Thursday and in Illinois, the like stay at home order was put in place yesterday, Friday. Um, My midwife came back Thursday to examine her and she came back again this morning. And I'm like, why am I going to bring her out of the house?
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. This Um, delicate thing. Yeah. And my midwife's like, I don't ever recommend bringing a two day baby into a doctor's office, like let alone with all this stuff going on. Like you're, they're only seeing sick children now in the doctor's offices because they canceled all well children visits because Connor actually had one scheduled for Monday of this week. I thought I would be bringing both kids in because I thought I would have a girl on time or not a girl. I thought I would have my other baby by Monday. So I kind of had scheduled that, but they canceled his visit. So I'm like, why Ugh. why? Like right. even if it's not coronavirus, I don't want to be bringing her around all these. I uh, it just pissed me off so much. No, totally. And I'm like, you know what? You're not bullying me into this. They're, they they kind of tried to give me this guilt around like it's for her safety, blah blah blah. I'm like, no. No.
0: Uh-uh. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's so frustrating. She's
1: a perfectly healthy baby. And my yeah. midwife said, I told her I wasn't going to do the pediatrician. She's like, yeah, I think that's smart. Um, I'll come back again this week and check on her one more time. And yeah. Wow. It, again, if there is, if this changes and there's any problems, I will bring her in immediately. But it's right. like, I know what they ask in these first appointments. It's like checking if she's blind or deaf. Um, weight head measurement and has she pooped and it's like she's gonna pass all that like (laughs) right yeah Yeah. I don't know that was kind of an aside but it's just it's just really annoying that it's like I try to surround myself in providers that support the way I think and the Mm -hmm. way like let me be a part of the process and just every time that they use stupid logic like that it pisses me off (laughs) yeah right (laughs) so yeah like let's let's let this order lift and then maybe talk about bringing my daughter in
0: oh my gosh what a crazy time to have a baby
1: (laughs) it is and I don't know if I'm like better off than most people or worse (laughs) right (laughs) Uh, because I have other things to think about (laughs) like. And even everybody like putting, posting stuff online about like, you're, you're at home workouts or here's how to stay busy. And I'm like, I am so a hundred percent occupied with what I would be doing anyway, that right I, you know, obviously I care about what's going on in the world, but it's, I think not affecting me in that way as much, but it's affecting me in different ways. Yeah, for sure. Sure. So, oh, I'm just so happy yeah. for you guys. Um, I yeah, it's I love her so much. Aww. Like <laughs> I I don't even know. It's like yeah, you are you go through this whole time of being pregnant and it's hard to picture like adding another person to your family. And now it's like even a day after she was here, it's like I can't picture I can't picture my family without her oh <laughs> like I don't know so perfect and Connor's so like he's so into her that has to everything feel amazing it it is and but he's also too and he like almost like he was kind of standing on our bed and then just like plopped down on his butt and bounced and he was like so close to her head Ooh. and I'm just like we're like trying to explain this to him and he's a two-year-old <laughs> right right yeah. so he wants to hold her all the time and you know every time she's asleep it's like running over and kissing her and so it's like super sweet but it's also like um I, I don't know it's mostly super sweet it's just a little <laughs> like be careful right she's a little nervous <laughs> she's brand new. She was very difficult to make <laughs> don't hurt her <laughs> Oh my goodness! Wow. So, so yeah. Those are my updates. <laughs> Again, very small updates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so exciting. exciting! So exciting. Now you're a and mom of two. I know, mom of two. Yeah, we got to change our little intro. I, yeah. I uh, owe that to you guys. <laughs> She's here now. <laughs> yeah, mom of two.
0: Aw. Well, I am just so happy. Yeah, and please keep sending pictures, videos, whatever. I'll take them all.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sweet girl. Yeah. It's amazing. (sighs) Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad I got to talk it out. It's again still being totally in the middle of it. Um, Yeah, it's good. I'm excited to have this podcast as I'm going through this postpartum period again, because I do feel like having the space to share really catches things sooner. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like you're, you're like semi aware of something, but not really. But when you're forced to, oh, let's talk about what's going on. Like, are you, are you taking care of yourself? And it's like, oh, wait, I'm not.
0: (laughs) I can relate to that right now for a different reason. Yes,
1: <laughs> so <laughs> maybe we reasons. we need to check in with you. Yeah, that, that could be a
0: whole episode or six. So <laughs> <laughs> here's a six part series on <laughs> Marissa's anxiety.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's just you know we'll we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is happening. Right. Yeah. Well. Anything else you'd like to share with the, with the
1: crowd? Not for now. Good. But yeah, thanks. Thanks for everyone for following along. Yeah. It's crazy that
0: the first conversation we had, you told me you were pregnant and now she's here. It's just so wild to me.
1: (laughs) Oh, that is funny. I forgot about that. It was super early too. Yeah. Yeah. Full circle moment yeah all right <laughs> we'll, all right, we'll talk
0: to you all next week <laughs> email us your questions at nourishedandnurturing at gmail.com and find us on instagram at nourishedandnurturing. and nurturing you can find more from me marissa at confidentlybalanced.com and you can find more from me michelle on instagram at michelle taggy please subscribe rate and review our podcast if you like what you heard and share it with a friend we look forward to talking to you next week